The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is South Congress podcast episode 79. My name is Cameron. I'm Isaiah. Oh boy. Got personal this week. Um, let's, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Um, how was your week, sir? It's pretty good. Um, you know, same old, same old. Just had another game. We uh, played Florida Connolly. We uh, beat them 47-28. You want to know what they had the audacity to do the very first play of the game? What did they have the audacity They ran a fucking trick play. It's the first play. No. You know what that means? What does it mean? It means you don't have shit on offense when you do that. Yeah, I think it does well, mean. Yeah, except they had a really good running back. I mean, we knew he was going to be good. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, like I said, you know, um, it, was, it was a pretty good game. It was kind of close. And then uh, the second half, I mean, we, we just blew the gates wide open. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody just firing on cylinders after that. Um, the turnover chain's still working. We got four turnovers this week. Okay. So that's a total in two games. We've uh, we've Our defense caused seven turnovers. That's good stuff. Hell, yeah, it is. So we um... – Let's see. The two of us, we hung out Sunday. Um, we did the show. We did the show noon on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Went out Sunday. We we're out there forever. Yeah, um, it was forever. forever. Yeah, hanging, hanging out with everybody. Uh, yeah, it cool was time. It? Um, let's see. Work week. Yeah, again, we're into the semester now, so it's a bit slower. People have things figured out. Um, Hopefully. Yeah, but we're still getting those calls like, hey, is it too late for me to uh, to get into a class starting on the 26th? Yes. Yes, it is. Go it home, just, kid. It, it just is. It's like, you know what? <laughs> enroll to this other, this other school might be for you, uh, McDonald's yeah. University. You might want to enroll there. We did um, We did our show. We had, uh, let's see, Goose Down 16 on, uh, on Wednesday. Down. Um, so I'm like more than a quarter away through that series. Like It's crazy to look back and realize I've been doing this for like, months yeah yeah it's pretty cool so um thursday we had i just want to tell stories episode six with Tariq, aka mr telltales it, it just reminds me like just how like i think i'm a busy person and i mm-hmm. think i do so much and then like you hear this guy talk about uh all the plays that he writes and produces and the books that he writes and the uh what the, the non-profits he's a part of and just all kinds of stuff like there's some really hardworking people in this world, and it's great to listen to just how they go about their process. So that was cool. Um, we had the video treatment come out on uh, on Friday. So, and guys, please, please, please um, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Cameron Hawkins. Um, every episode of I Just Want to Tell Stories is up. Um, you'll notice that uh, as we get further into the season, we did some different work with the uh, camera, stuff like that. So you'll get to see um, like some pretty cool angles, uh, adjustments to the conversation. So, yeah, um, Cameron Hawkins on YouTube. Um, yesterday, I went and tailgated the uh, UT LSU game, had a really good time, um, saw people from like high school. That was really fun. So, uh, yeah, that was that's like the, the surface stuff during the week. Yeah. So <sighs> where do you go from there? <laughs> Some things happened, okay? So, um, doing, working for the Torch, um, doing our stuff, uh, the different projects I've been a part of, 
where we're from, where I went to school, the people I know. If, when you put all that stuff together, um, that tends to make my, you know, it gives me a certain number of followers on social media, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we just, and I think a big part of it is, um, you know, sometimes you have like a good tweet get off. Um, so I'm at like, you had one this week. That's the thing. Yeah. So, uh, we crossed 3000 followers on Twitter, right? Which is cool. Um, so what happens is sometimes somebody like me, and I think the tweet was, uh, basically all week people have been posting pictures of their, uh, of their mom. And like, oh, oh doesn't, yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. my mom look great for her age yeah, I've seen and that shit. all that stuff? And, you know, like we're in our own damn near in our mid 30s now, mm-hmm. you know, so like we're right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Hell, don't, I'll be 35 in a couple months. Yeah, you'll be 35. I'll be I'll be 34. Yeah. Um, Don't pose. I don't want to see a picture of your mama because I, I do. I'll talk to your mama. I will, too. So the tweet was like, I'm 33, bro. Don't post pictures of your mom. I'll have her on a Southwest flight to the Essence Festival in no time. <laughs> That's right. Right? Yeah. And, then, you know, it's, it's me being me. Like, I'm just getting my jokes off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yo, that tweet took off. Um, I think it's at, like, 6,000 likes, 1,000 retweets. And then, you know, that's when you realize there's, like, a brand new, like, a subsection of Twitter that you didn't know. There was, like, of a certain age and had certain sensibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like... My followers went from like twenty, I don't know, like twenty eight hundred to like thirty two hundred, off basically off the strength of that, right? Yeah. Um, I think there was you know some some other stuff, um, some tweets or whatever, but that was cool. And then Nicki Minaj decides oh, to retire. That one. Right? Yeah. You so, caused that. That's your fault. Well, yeah, it was your let's, fault. Let's let's. Ex- but you're not wrong for it. Again, like it, it, it's my fault, but it's also let's just tell the story. Yeah, tell it, please. So, I t- Nicki Minaj now she's retiring, um, and there's this clip of her in that video of her and Meg The Stallion, the uh, Hot Girl Summer video, right? So at towards the end of it, it's the two of them twerking, and. Meg is doing a very fine job of twerking. Mm-hmm. Nikki's doing a very poor job of twerking. Yep. Objectively, mm-hmm. bad dancing. Yeah. So I've seen the video. I tweeted uh, that clip and said she knew it was time to hang it up. To me, harmless tweet. Harmless. You need to change your handle name to misogynistic Cam Hawkins. Harmless. Like she's not dancing well. Yeah. That's the that's whole thing true. to me, right? Yeah. Yo, <laughs> when I tell you, you um, I got called all kinds of weak, small dick. Shrimp dick. Yeah. Here. I've never seen that. I was laughing my ass off. But then, like, okay. So I was like, okay, fine. Like, yeah. I even responded to that, like, yo, we're just having fun. Like, it, it's it's not that deep, mm-hmm. right? Yo, people were like, somebody tweeted, like, Barb's, get him. And I was like, what, what's going on? People were screenshotting. Tweets of mine from 2010 Damn. in an effort to get me <laughs> suspended. Like, it was like, oh, you These said this and kids. you said that. And I was like, I, I, I didn't know this is what we did to people. So, What do you mean you know this um, what we did? Of course it's what we, what we do to people. I didn't know, but... Yeah, it just, it just happened but to you it's now. Not, no, but it's not like, oh, 
this person said something terrible or did something terrible, he shouldn't be on this platform. It's he made fun of my favorite singer. So let's like yeah, take away they're his gonna do Twitter. that. Yes, dude, p- people are sensitive these days. They're gonna they're gonna find any little reason just to get you out of here. So even some stupid juvenile like they, that. So like I, as this is going on, yeah, I refresh my Twitter and all of a sudden my account's locked, and I'm like, why is my account locked? And it's because in 2010, mm-hmm. I tweeted to Ma, Faye's best friend, to yep. kill herself. As we're joking back and forth. Yeah. And they said, uh, okay, your your account's locked. But you know what I had to do to get it unlocked? Hmm. Delete it. Because it was from 2010. But like, even this? Twitter yeah. is like, listen, we're not going to let people, like go back a decade and take something you said out of context and get you in trouble for it. Like, we're not going to do that. But that's what happened to my friend with his shit. Well, that's a little different what happened to your friend. Well, because no. It was, it, it, well, because, listen, yeah, it's okay. not like I had been recommending, and I'm not yeah. at all to like talking about your friend bad, but yeah. it's not like I was going around, it's not like there's a, a recorded conversation of me recommending suicide to somebody and then they pull that up this was out of this is a different context yeah but there were a bunch of tweets about killing there were a bunch of tweets about suicide there were a bunch of tweets about um you know tweets where i would say no homo like they pulled those up uh, there's okay <laughs> and there's a tweet yeah and, and i even like i reached out to my friends and i was like yo i want you to know this is something i said i said uh something about when you're well, yeah, no, but I understand. I said yeah. when your um, when your girl gets a new guy, and this is 2010, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, when your girl gets a new guy, you never called him a fag. I tweeted that, and to me, like that's a harmless thing. But I understand how that can be offensive yeah. to somebody. So I even said, like, I didn't say I apologize if this offended somebody. I said I apologize. Like it's just not cool to say, mm-hmm. and like nobody was mad at me because it was 2010. No, but, but this happens. This happens a lot to people. I mean, this is cancel people. Cancel culture is real. Being canceled is not real. Yeah, like, but, 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 saying, but like people do this shit all the time. Like you act very surprised, but mm-hmm. this is happening like every day where people are literally they have nothing better to do, and they're, they're going to go through your tweets history, and they're going to go all the way back. Whether that because obviously that that because you have over a hundred thousand tweets that you've mm-hmm. shot off, right? Mm-hmm. So that's going to obviously take them hours to get to that point. Yo, they were. So this this person like they have they have nothing better to do and they're gonna do that just to try and like you know to get you suspended mm-hmm. or or to get you out of here and be like oh yeah like I mm-hmm. did this like it, it's stupid it's stupid and especially over some juvenile like that you said oh it's time for her to hang it up like you mm-hmm. know okay like she's done nothing wrong with that stupid fucking if you're one of the barbs you're a moron you're somebody DM'd me they were like delete the tweet. And I didn't. And they were like, they like the day later, like, let's get him out of here. I'm still here. Um, yeah, whoever that even, is. It's weird. Like, I don't even have anything like angry or mean to say. It's just like, dog, this is so corny. Like, if somebody who's my favorite actor, I don't know, uh, Walt, Walton Goggins. I'm, I'm a grown up. Jim Carrey's not my favorite actor. <laughs> Walt, Walton Goggins, right? Um, if somebody was like, hey, Walton Goggins sucks, you know what I'm going to do? Mm. Go turn on a Walton Goggins movie and go about my day. Yeah. Like, they were really mad at me, dog. I, I don't understand. No, because I'm telling you, pe- people, it's like we talked about months ago, people are going to pretend to be, 
they pretend to be heard about shit that they're not mm-hmm. heard about. Because and it's funny. They definitely pretended because, like, that's, nothing ever came okay, of it. That's apparently the cool thing to do these days. It's to, to, to pretend to be that you're hurt mm-hmm. or it offended you. Like, that, that's that's some of the, for whatever reason, it's like the popular shit today like to do. is to say, like, oh, like, this this hurt my feelings. And it's like, okay, like, you know. It's very trash. Yeah. Very, yeah, very trash. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, like I said, you did nothing wrong, but. You know, if if any of y'all are out there are like people like that, you know, I, I don't want you to associate with me because I'm gonna tell you to fuck right off. Yeah, it's. I, I, I'm not gonna be nice like Cam. I'm gonna tell you to fuck right off. Like, don't associate with me. It's. But at the same time, I also don't, really don't tweet. So. I wasn't ready for this level of scrutiny, um, and so if we keep doing big things, mm-hmm. um, it's gonna get worse. I got we gotta screw up the No, tweets. no, no. Hey, no, man. Okay. It is what it is. Hey, no, it's just but the thing about it, like I'll back you I, I up. I'll back you up. I don't take back anything I said. Like I'm willing yeah. to apologize for it. I don't always want to have the conversation about things I said though. So if I can avoid no, that's a, that you, part you of need, the day, you don't need to do nothing like, about it. It's in the past. It is what it is. Okay, I'm I'm gonna handle my thing my way. I hear you, but I'm gonna yeah. I'm good. But yeah. thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> so okay, um, that's enough about me. What what else is going on in the world this week? Um, your boy AB. Okay, so speaking this of is crazy. So yeah, of crazy. So I feel like we have to kind of tell this whole story because we're recording this on a Sunday, where Antonio Brown is on his third team in I don't know five months, give or take. Yeah. So um, <laughs> let's get the Antonio Brown timeline really quick. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so um, I want to thank ESPN for this timeline, and I know nobody reads ESPN.com, so. It would be better if I just say it. March the 13th, Antonio Browns introduced in Oakland after being acquired in a trade from the Pittsburgh Steelers for a third and fifth round pick and given a three-year, $30 million extension. Mm-hmm. I, bring account- I bring accountability, Brown said. <laughs> I bring mm-hmm. actions. Not what I say, what I do, how I approach things. Great. May 28th. Brown is impressing coaches and teammates alike in OTAs and says John Gruden has challenged him. It's never a dull day with Coach, Brown said. Always challenging, always high energy, and always detailed and fundamental in regards to our assignment. Great. Guy's really about his business. Yeah, that's good. July 25th, Brown shows up to Napa, California for training camp with frostbite on the bottom of both feet due to a cryotherapy mishap earlier in the month in France due to Brown not wearing proper footwear. It's a rich guy's mistake. Um, yeah. You know, he's, you know, what is he, 30 now? Um, something like that. So, you if know, that, yeah. in France, you know, taking care of his body as best he could. So, okay. Mm-hmm. This is July 25th, right? July 26th. Brown takes a hot air balloon ride at dawn over wine country to kick off training camp but is later in the day placed on the non-football injury list. <laughs> Nikki, did you think this was Red Dead? When <laughs> you got the hot air balloon and you got to kill the pursuers? <laughs> but okay. Um, all right. So that's July 26th. July 28th, Brown activated from the non-football injury list and participates in pre-practice walkthrough. Great. July 30th, Brown participates in the first half of practice, puts on a show before shutting it down and leaving the field and facility early. He won't return for two weeks as he seeks treatment for his feet 
and in protest of the NFL banning his 10-year-old shut advantage helmet for safety reasons. Says the helmet isn't fit anymore. Now, you and I have played a lot of football, worn a lot of different helmets. Mm -hmm. Um, None of us were good enough to protest a helmet, but I can't imagine, like saying that I can't wear this helmet. They'll literally make it to your specifications. $30 million guy, but okay. Um, Mm -hmm. August 13th, Brown returns to Napa, saying it was good to hear of general manager Mike Mayock and Coach Gruden supporting him in his absence. It's great. GM. Swell so far. Yeah, GM and the coach taking care of him. August the 15th, Brown and quarterback Derek Carr put on a show in pregame warm-ups in Arizona, Though Brown does not play in the game. Doesn't play preseason. He's a star. Why would he? In the wake of losing his first grievance to wear his preferred helmet, Brown takes off from Napa again and is fined $40,000 for the unexcused absence. Mayock later, later tells report, reporters um, that it is time for Brown to be all in or all out. GM putting a line in the sand. $40,000 uh, fine. That, now, kind of, that kind of investment kind of have to. $40,000 fine is going to come into play a bit later. Mm-hmm. And here's why. Um, August 22nd. So now we're like two weeks ago. Yeah. August 22nd. Uh, Brown and Carr put on another show in pregame warmups in Winnipeg, Canada. Asked Gruden if they can run one play in the game against the Green Bay Packers, a go ball. Gruden quickly declines as neither plays in the game, which was held on an 80-yard field. Brown skipped a mandatory pregame walkthrough. So, yeah, yeah, not playing your starters um, in Winnipeg on an 80-yard field. I get it. Mm-hmm. August the 25th, Brown loses his second grievance to wear his old helmet, but Agent Drew Rosenhaus insists the receiver will find a new helmet, get an endorsement deal, and play on. Okay, so now let's get up to four days ago. Yeah. Brown, who once shared on Facebook Live a post-game Steelers meeting with Mike Tomlin, you remember that? Mm-hmm. Post to Instagram the letter to him from Mike Mayock detailing his fines from August 18th, $40,000, and August 22nd, um, $13,950. Brown tags the Raiders in his response, which reads, when your own team want to hate. So now we have two fines of about $60,000, right? An agitated Brown, who usually stretches on his own during the team stretch, Skips the period entirely before emerging for individual drills. He goes through them half-heartedly, taking some plays off, barks at a strength and conditioning coach, and fires a football into a fence after catching a pass from Carr and jogging to the end zone. Later, Brown reportedly gets into a confrontation with Mayock on the practice field. In the locker room, Brown tells two reporters he will speak on Thursday. Later, Brown announces he has reached a deal with Zenith to wear their helmet, saying... Most calculated move by far. So, like Rosenhaus says, he gets the uh, he gets the deal that he wants, right? Mm-hmm. Great. September fifth, reports break that the Raiders will suspend Brown for conduct detrimental to the team, setting the stage for a potential battle over his guaranteed money, and putting in question whether Brown will ever play for the Raiders. Antonio Brown's not in the building today. He won't be practicing. Mayock said, "I don't have any more information for you right now." And when I have some and it becomes appropriate, you guys will get it. I promise you. But that's all for today. Here's where the fun starts. Hmm. September 6th. So that would be Friday. Brown's back in the building. The wide receiver issued an emotional apology at a team meeting Friday morning. A source told ESPN. Gruden issued a statement later in the day saying in part, 
Antonio is back today. We're excited about that. Ready to move on. Everything's great. <laughs> Gruden says the plan was to have Brown in the lineup for the season opener against the Broncos on Monday night. Later in the day, Brown posted a YouTube video featuring a phone call between Brown and Gruden. He basically made a black and white Nike ad between him and the coach with the coach saying, um, you know, are you here to play football? Let's go play. Great. Everybody's on the same page. We think it's hilarious. We think he took advantage of the team, but, you know, he's that good. Who would be mad about it? This is great. Yesterday, September 7th, the Raiders find Brown more than $215,000 for conduct detrimental to the team. By finding him $200,000 plus, they voided the $29 million guaranteed on his deal. Brown says there's no way he'll play after losing those grievances. As for his release via Instagram, they release him at noon. At 5 o'clock, he signs with the motherfucking New England Patriots. They need to investigate New England. $9 million guaranteed, $15 million in the deal Bill for Belichick. a year. Bill Belichick needs to get investigated. The whole organization needs to be investigated. Buddy, what happened? Like, is this what Antonio Brown wanted all along? Yeah. Like. Think about it like this. This is like the Kawhi situation, but without, but without, but with a, with a shit ton of drama. Yeah. Unnecessary drama. Because Kawhi never badmouthed anybody. No, Kawhi was just quiet. He's yeah. just. Just don't want to play here. He just don't want to play. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Whereas Antonio Brown, he knew he didn't want to play there. And my thing's like, if you don't want to play in the first place, why the fuck would you sign that deal? Like, just be like, no, I don't. I, I mean, well, but that's the thing, though. He, this is what happened. They wouldn't trade him to the Pats. True. So, you traded to Oakland. No, you don't want to play there. Have $30 million on the table, but you're like, you know what? I believe in me. So, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to cry my way out of this deal. And when I say cry, I'm saying that with all due respect. I'm going to cry my way out of this deal and get a lesser deal. But kind of the same deal for a way better team. Like. That's pending. Tom Brady. His receiving core Mm -hmm. is Antonio Brown, Julian Edelman, and uh, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. (laughs) But there's only one ball to spread around all three. There's always only been one ball, but it's from yeah. the balls are coming from Tom Brady. Like these guys, True. okay. Like you can complain about catches in New England if you want, mm-hmm. but I said, but he has to understand this too. Like Bill Belichick ain't put up this bullshit. What? Like the, the minute he starts mm-hmm. acting a fool, Belichick's gonna be like, bye. Sure, sure, and he'll walk away with nine million dollars. Um, yeah. <laughs> but when he had thirty million, yeah, but I, but you had thirty million on a team that might have never won. I think that I think Antonio Brown's thing is like it's great to be paid, but I think he also wants to win. Like you've been at Pittsburgh that long, you guys have been on the cusp. The reason you couldn't get over the hump was the Patriots, and now you're a Patriot, and he's going to be smiling on that sideline tonight, boy. Oh, um, absolutely. They play tonight or tomorrow. They play tonight. I think it's tonight. Yeah, because yeah. he can't play tonight. But ugh, <sighs> poetic justice just to be there. I mean, so, it's just yeah. Your overall thoughts, just kind of on the situation. I, I mean, again, you know. Do you this, feel bad at all for Oakland? Yes and no. Yes, because I, I only feel bad because in in the end, they literally lost everything for this man. Not only that, they they gave up um, Amari Cooper, and they and they gave up a shit ton of stuff with that. Mm-hmm. They lost a whole bunch with Antonio Brown. 
They literally have nothing. They, they have a Derek Carr, you know, who, who's, ready, who's ready to throw we, ducks. Who we thought was one thing and yeah. turned out to be another yeah, thing. Yeah, he's ready. He's ready. Just, I mean, nice guy, whatever, but he's, let's be honest, he's going to throw a shit ton of ducks out there. Who's he going to throw to? Uh, I don't know. That kid whose sister was on Glee. Wide receiver number 80. <laughs> Wide receiver number 82. <laughs> Oh man! You know, with overalls, you know, below seventy, like there, there's nobody. He has no one to throw to. Yeah. At the same time, you know, I also kind of feel like if 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 this is whole situation, like Antonio Brown should just mm. refuse to just play for the Steelers, gotten released, and then you can just sign with the Patriots and probably could have got more money back then. But well, no, no, no. But he couldn't. Like, oh. well. They, I don't think the Patriots would have paid him that. I think part of the reason they paid him. Well, maybe him, not the money, yeah. but they would pay him a lot more than what he's getting right now. I think back then. If he just been like, you know what? Steelers, fuck you. I don't want to play for you. And then the Steelers would eventually just said, you know what? I don't think they would have released him. I, I don't think they would have released him. Like, it's. I think it, very, I think it was very much like. He probably expressed that's the place that he wanted to go. There's like, there's no way we can let this guy go to our biggest competition. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't do it. Um, and he found a way to get there. So, shit. Yeah. Um, okay. So, enough about NFL drama. Yeah. Let's just, let's just talk NFL predictions really quick. Okay. Um, so, I'll go first um, with my division winners. Mm-hmm. NFC North, I, I, until Aaron Rodgers retires, I'm going to say Green Bay. I don't think they're as talented as a Minnesota. Um, I got to see them play Chicago. Um, but I'm going to say, yeah. Green Bay, um, NFC South, I'm going to say New Orleans, NFC East, I'm going to say Dallas, NFC West, I'm going to say Seattle. Um, and then my wild card teams would be the Rams and the Eagles. And yeah, that's as far as I got it so far. Um, you want to give your NFC predictions really quick? My NFC predictions, NFC East, yeah, I'm going to go with Dallas as well. The North, I'm going to go different. I'm going to go with Minnesota. I, I just think they're a little bit younger. They're going to have more firepower. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he's he's great, but there's only so much magic he can create. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Okay, and he's not getting any younger. He's not Tom Brady. He's great value Tom Brady, but he ain't Tom Brady. NFC South, I'm going to go with New Orleans as well. The West, um, I'm going to have to go with the Rams. Okay. I'm going with the Rams on that one. Who are your wild card team? Wild card teams, I'm going to go with Green Bay and Seattle. And Seattle. Yeah, I think we're about the same as far as uh, who, who we think is going to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so AFC. AFC North, I'm going to say Baltimore. Um, AFC South, I'm going to say Houston. AFC West, I'll say Kansas City. I'm going to go way out on a limb. AFC East and say New England. <laughs> um, wild card teams, I'll say uh, San Diego mm-hmm. um, and uh, Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. Really making some Really making some risky picks here. Yeah. Uh, AFC East, I'm going with New England. Mm. Yeah. The North, yeah, I agree. I'm going Baltimore. The South, uh, 
this one's tough. I mean, it don't really matter who the hell wins the South. They're going to be out quick. But I'm not Houston. I'm not. I'm not giving it to them because they literally have no offense or defense at this point. What? They have no one to block. Houston. I'm about to say Houston definitely has an offense. Mm, we'll see. Uh, as much as it pains me, I'm going to go with Jacksonville. The West, Kansas City, my um, my wild cards, Chargers is one. The other one, you know what? I hope Baker Mayfield implodes at some point. I'm going to say fucking go with the <laughs> Pittsburgh. All right. Um, Even though Cleveland probably will get it, but. Yeah, if I had to just do the Super Bowl thing, um, I'd probably say New England and Seattle. Like, I really think Russell Wilson um, is that good and just can will guys to victory. I think that team's a lot better, um, at least on paper, than they've been. So that's who I'd say. Um, yeah. That's what I got for the NFL. Anything else you got this week that you want to get off your chest? No. Yeah, I, I have. I got to go see it this week. Um, you gonna sit in the movie for three hours? That's it's a movie. I might just stream it at home, just see how it is. But you don't like leaving your house. I do like leaving my house, but I'm just not, I just don't. It's. I mean, you're gonna sit in the movie three. Yes, you're gonna I, sit in the movie for three hours. I, movie I, I want to watch. I can't warrant myself to sit in a movie that's more than likely gonna be mid or below mid for three hours. Like that's. That's my time being wasted. I rather if I'm gonna do that, I might as well just be at home. You're fine. When I can just get any snack I want, and if I decide this is bullshit, just turn it off and you know do something else. What do you do for fun? I go brunch. You don't even eat at brunch. I know because the food's like eh. <laughs> You're literally devaluing the thing you say you like to do immediately. Well, because oh, I mean, the food's the food's okay, <sighs> but I'm just saying it, it just, it's just I just hate getting a table over there. Yeah. You know how I feel about that. Today, like, we're not going because yeah. it's going to be nuts. Yeah, like, not only that, but I, I just hate in general just getting a table out there because then it's like everybody tries to mooch. It's just like, fuck you. Like, get your own table. Like, I like my space. I don't my space. I don't want to be there. It's just a table, bro. No, but I like my – I have to have my space to eat. Like, I can't just have people, like, sitting on my fucking hips. Like, I hate that shit. I'm very particular about my space. So this week, um, <laughs> this Thursday – um, is going to be like a really cool thing. Um, myself, Joe Anderson Jr. of the Mahogany Project, and um, all of our guests so far on the uh, all of our guests so far on I Just Want to Tell Stories um, are going to be giving like a thing at UT. Um, it's called The Mahogany Project Presents The Kickback, A Conversation with Creators of Color. Um, it's going to be Thursday, September the 12th, 6.30 p.m. Um, at the GWB building, room 2206 um, on campus at UT. So oh, yeah, sorry, this week um, coming up? Yeah, happening wow. up really quickly. So it should be fun just talking about... Um, I, I think really what the goal is is to let college kids know like what they can do as far as creative outlets, ways that they can get information out, how to go about even doing this thing, man. Like, um, I was talking to somebody who was looking to start a podcast, and I said, "Listen, make sure the conversation that you're having is interesting to people. Like, if it's you and your friend, and you guys like to hear each other talk, it could work." But if people don't seek you out for information already, 
this may not be the thing to do. Um, Podcast is not for everybody. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's kind of the start of where my conversation would be. And then just who to reach out to, how to interview people, how long the thing should be, the points you need to hit, stuff like that. So, yeah, that's all. Um, it's going to be that and more. Um, and probably talking about producing when you're not actually like the on-air talent because that's a really sensitive thing and then running the gamut of the photoshops and the premieres and creating stuff for people so yeah a lot is going to go into that i'm really excited it's the first time i've been invited to do anything like like this at my alma mater so i'm super excited to do it probably need to get a haircut before thursday but we'll see probably um so yeah that's about all i got for this week man anything else no, that's it. I mean, like I said, um, again, if you're in the Austin area, um, we start district play uh, with our team. We're going to play Austin Anderson uh, 730 on Friday uh, at a Veterans Memorial Stadium over in Del Valley, Texas. Uh, we're looking to go 3-0 and 1-0 in district play. And um, as early as it is, we're, it's already our homecoming. Yeah, yeah, that happened really fast. Happened really, yeah, I didn't even realize it. I, I had no idea until, like, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there, and the game's like, oh, yeah, I'd be here for next week when we play the Austin Anderson Trojans, and it's homecoming. Like, what, what the fuck? Like, it's homecoming? Like, wow, that came up quick. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, South Congress Podcast, Episode 79. My name is Cameron. I'm Isaiah. And we're out. Bye, y'all. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comic, show, or movie discuss? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show.